friends, this is Ashley Daily Encouragement. We finally hit Thursday. Today, when this episode drops, I believe it's going to be January 8th. Wow, we are one week into the new year. I hope you guys are looking forward to the things that God wants to do in your life. And I hope you're realizing by now that it's going to take the courage for you to face the things that are getting in your way now. It is amazing to sit there and think about the things you want to do with your life, the goals that you have, the resolutions that we make, right, that we end up falling on our face. We need to do those things because without vision, God says his people will perish. But at what point do we have to realize that there is something in our lives right now that's keeping us from doing the things we want to do? If you wanted to do it, you would be doing it. You wouldn't have to make a resolution of it, right? You would just act upon it. You got to figure out what's getting in the way, you guys, right? We got to know ourselves in this way. We got to face ourselves in this way, you know, take full responsibility for our lives, the outcomes and the results that we're having. And this leads me to something, you guys, that I'm thinking about this morning. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of Hot Topic Thursday on my girl, uh, Casey Alexis, her podcast, Being Eve. Um, She's not recording right now. She took a break off. But I encourage you guys to go check her out. But she she does something called Hot Topic Thursday. And she brings things up that are going on, you know? Things that are dear to her heart. Now, I'm going to admit, you guys, this has definitely been a journey for me to step out in the things that I believe and, and my perspective on things. Because I've always kind of waited on other people to give me the cue, to give me the acceptance, to give me permission, living under approval, to speak my mind on the, th- and the things that are in my heart. But I feel like, you know what? The Lord is saying, Ashley time is now such a time as this it's time to open up your mouth it's time to share your perspective and you know um, let's talk about really quick you guys the things that have been going on in our country okay we, we can't avoid it um i want to avoid it i don't want to face it i don't want to face the struggles that we're, we're having in our own nation okay the the, the, the division that we're fa- that we're seeing all over our country you know, it's completely evident, obviously, with like, you know, the president and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, especially just in, you know, your own community, different people, different groups of people that are fighting to be heard. And, and uh, you know, I was just thinking about that, you guys. I wonder if the people that scream the loudest, in a way, are the ones who are fighting to be heard and, and be accepted, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Um can anybody reason together anymore these days? Like have a conversation to try to understand both sides. You know, um, when you're on social media, it's very hot. Okay. Um, you, it's like, it feels like you're walking around landmines. You know, you, you try to speak your perspective, people attack. And, I, and I'm trying to understand that, right? I'm trying to understand people like what provokes that Lord, you know, why are people, you know, feeling that way? Why are we so wanting to, you know, share our, our points and not look at, not be understanding, right? Is it because we ourselves as individuals feel so misunderstood ourselves, you know? So until your point gets heard, until you're accepted, until you look for the approval you're seeking on the outside of yourself, you will never be open to anything else. You know, and I'm not saying you guys, we compromise or, and we don't live out our values or anything like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about being able to have a discussion with people that don't think like you do. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Having that type of maturity in your life to understand someone and what they're, what they're going through. And that's what I'm asking myself. All these people out there, you know, who hate the president or all these people out there who are fighting for marriage equality or 
fighting for all these things, right? And I ask myself, what do they really want? What are they really seeking in their life? You know, what, what, what did they not get when they were growing up that they're now trying to, to get now? You know, are they confused? Are they, are they, are they looking for an identity, right? Are they trying to find themselves through these things, right? Are they, are they hoping that they can become what they want by structuring it on the outside of themselves through the laws that they create? Does that make any sense, you guys? You know, I was, I was talking about that yesterday with somebody. Uh, we were talking about, you know, she said, you know, laws have to be followed, right? You, you got to follow the laws because, um, you know, if you don't, you're not obeying God, right? Because God's the ultimate lawgiver. And I thought about it and I was like, you know, I, I get that. But man needs laws because we don't have the knowledge of good. So laws is our, is our function of trying to create good because we don't have the knowledge to do it apart from God. Right. So what good are people really trying to create with these laws that they're making? Right. I mean, let's be honest. They're trying to do they're trying to do good and prevent evil in some type of way. But can that really happen kind of externally that way? What if that same person who's trying to make those laws still feels completely worthless and they think that they're going to create their worth by the laws that they make? Okay, come on, you guys, let's have a conversation. You know, and the other thing I was thinking about, you guys is I, I can tell a lot of people are heated up, right? And and I, I can respect that. And I'm saying, let's ask the question. Who's responsible for all these things that we see going on right now? Who is going to be responsible? I know a lot of people too are like really upset about the immigration and stuff. And I'm asking the question, okay, I understand that us as a nation hasn't necessarily done the right thing, you know, looking, looking at it from the outside, right? That doesn't always look like the right thing to do. I get that. But is everybody on this planet, no matter where you live in whatever country you're in, are you not called to take full responsibility for your life? I feel like we're starting to, we're in this generation of people who are blaming everybody else for what's going on in their own personal lives, not taking full responsibility full responsibility for the results in their life. Did God not create every single person on this planet? Is not every single person made in his image? Or do they not have a job to do? Are we are we not all Adams and Eves, so to speak? Okay? God has given every single person a job, and however they are making their decisions, that should be on them. You know, I've got friends that are super upset about the immigration and all these people trying to come here and, and the way we've treated them or whatever. And you guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't watch a lot of this crap on the news. You want to know why? Because it's, it's, I feel like everyone, we're not basing off anything off facts anymore. It's more of, let me prove my point to you. This is how I think about it. This is my side of the equation. Okay, that's cool. But give everybody some information that's a little more solid. I just feel like we're just listening to everybody argue and fight over this crap. It's like, and so, you know, I hear statements that are made that are, you you can tell. Let's pin people against each other. If you were a Christian, you wouldn't vote this way. Or if you were loved people, you wouldn't do this. You know what I'm saying? We are speaking to each other in accusation. Is that not what the devil does, people? Does he not use accusation to divide and steal and kill and destroy? Can we look at the bigger picture of what's going on here? You know, I look. I love my country. 
you know, and I got to remember such a time as this, Ashley, Lord, I don't know why the heck you put me in this generation, the time that you did. I don't know why I'm here, but I'm going to assume that I have a purpose, right? I have a voice in all of this, just as you guys do. How many people are afraid to use their voice anymore? Because, you know, to be honest with you guys, I've got some friends that I'm friendships I'm making right now. And I'm like, you know what? Wait a second. Do I really want to talk about these things? What if we really don't feel the same way about certain things and, and they walk out or they start attacking me, right? Okay, Ashley, you know what? You can't base your decisions and your relationships off that anymore. People got to know who we are at our core, right? And we can we can communicate those things in a respectful way, depending on how we look at each other. You know, my question to the people out there who um, are desperately fighting for, you know, human rights and advocating, I, I agree with that, obviously. However, do we see people just as victims too? Right. I mean, can if we're not careful, are we victimizing people further by saying, oh, you know, we need to we need to fight for you. Well, wait a minute. How do we empower people? Right. What about the people that are coming from these countries that are coming into our country? Right. They're coming over here looking for freedom. Why are we holding the people accountable that are running those nations? Why are those people fleeing from their own countries? Why are we holding people to the fire and how they're treating each other over there on the other side of the wall, if that makes any sense? Why are we not holding each other accountable to how we're being in this country? Everybody expects one person to be a certain way, but how are we being towards each other? You know, we most people in your own communities, in your own families, you can't even communicate with each other. If you can't even communicate in your own family, what makes you think you're going to be a good communicator in the rest of the world? Right? If you can't have a spirit of understanding with your own wife or your own children, and then you want to go out and change the world, right? Come on, you guys. Anyway, I better get off the soapbox. But, um, you know, I'm just looking at these things and I'm like, Lord, give us wisdom. You know, you've called us to take full responsibility for our lives. And that's what I'm asking. You know, everyone blames God for everything, right? God, why is God allowing this to happen? Why are we allowing it to happen? Why are we not taking full responsibility? Why are we not utilizing the grace of God in our lives? Why are we not learning to lean and rely on his love that he has for us and the resources and the wisdom and the perspective and everything that he's given to us to rule and subdue this world in a way that's pleasing to him? Let's ask the freaking question, people. Come on. This is ridiculous. You know, what's, what are we going to say when God comes back? What did Jesus say? You know, will I really find faith on the earth? Is he going to find his people utilizing the grace that he's given to them? Are people getting out from underneath their own shame first before they go out and try to, you know, change the shame for everybody else? You can't change the shame. You can't change the, you, you cannot change the game until you get out of your own shame. Bam. I just gave it to you right there. You guys, I'm serious about this stuff. You know, this side of me doesn't come out very much. It comes out in my home. It comes out with my husband. He knows me about that. He knows me in this way. Like my really, 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 really close friends do. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe the rest of the world needs to know this too. Right? Maybe this is this. Maybe there's a side of you that you're holding back in the same way. Maybe you, you maybe you were doing what I was doing. Right? Oh, you know, I don't want to be judged or criticized. I want to, I want to make sure I have approval from the people on the outside of me before I live out, you know, the things God's put in my heart. But you guys, you don't know what everyone has. You don't know all the motives people have with you. Think about Adam and Eve in the garden. You know, the serpent came to him with a nice suggestion. It sounded good, but his intentions towards them were not good. Come on, did the serpent not know he just got kicked out of heaven? Did he not know what God expected? Did he not use that knowledge against them? You guys understand that. It's your ignorance that's going to bring you down. And it will always be your ignorance. It was the ignorance of Adam and Eve not knowing who the serpent was, not knowing who Satan was, not knowing that there was this great war in heaven, all these things we read about and talk about. Where did Satan come from? What happened? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
that is the backstory to that. We have to understand that there is knowledge, there is knowledge that y'all do not have that if you don't know, it can and will be used against you in the court of this world. So wake up, you guys. Start paying attention. So anyway, it has been 12 minutes. Um, if you're still on this podcast, you guys are awesome. And if you're still listening, then I know that I've got some people out there that, you know, that can like, you know, work together in this in that way, right? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you just appreciate having a conversation, you know, about things that it's not going to result in blame, shame, condemnation, pointing the fingers, freaking out on each other, right? Let's learn how to communicate with each other. And you guys, I have not always been good at this. I came from an alcoholic dysfunctional family. We used the victim triangle and the persecutor and the rescuer. And what was it? What's the victim triangle? You guys ever heard of that? You've got, you've got the, the victim, you've got the persecutor and you've got the rescuer. I was the rescuer, but then I would turn into the victim if, you know, the, I would turn into the, the victim if the person I rescued, you know, started getting upset with me or whatever. Right. I mean, I've played all the freaking, I've played every piece in that puzzle. You guys, I'm tired of that. Look up the victim triangle. You guys, it is the very thing that will continue to kill this country as well. But you've got to get out from underneath of it in your own home first. If people want to make a true impact, start making an impact in your own life first. You know, get get some get some wisdom in your life, you guys. That's what I'm trying to do. Anyway, let's go back to the point, right? Live by your convictions and not your condemnation. That was the biggest revelation I had in August of 2019. And I want to try to break that down for you guys. Um, I took some notes on it this morning. And I'm glad I did because I was a little fired up before I did this podcast. Um... So I'm going to read some notes to you guys. Okay. And then we'll kind of, we'll keep diving in here. So this has been a powerful revelation for me. I had always lived by my condemnation and would seek to prove it, prove it wrong. Let me explain what's condemnation pointing out your wrongs, right? Well, I was going to live that I wasn't that can, that I wasn't that condemnation that I was living. That was playing inside my own head. Okay. Do you guys ever do that? You've got something in your mind pointing pointing out your wrongs so you think, okay, I'll behave this way so it doesn't look that way, right? So I'm fully aware of the wrongs of my life, the ones I've done and the ones that have been done to me. I used to take the condemnation of myself and others and use it as a way to prove myself. I had internalized the judgments of myself, your blank, insert wrong, okay, whatever your wrong is, and seek to prove I wasn't that. I used to try and live in such a way to show myself and others I wasn't, insert accusation here, I wasn't the the condemnation that was playing in my head. You guys ever try to prove yourself in that way? I was always trying to prove who I want to be, right, instead of who Christ was in me in relationship to my burdens that brought on the condemnation cycle, right? Didn't Jesus say, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest? Is it not your your burdens and your weariness that brings you to Christ? You know what I mean, you guys? But I always tried to prove that I wasn't burdened and weary in that way. Or I didn't want to feel the, the condemnation, the shame, the blame of accusation. So I would try to prove that it wasn't that. So how do how do we get caught up in this, you guys? If you are insecure like I was, it's rather quite simple to get caught up in this okay the biggest problem we will ever face is how we feel condemnation stems 
from the knowledge of evil, right? The knowledge of evil in yourself, the knowledge of evil in the world. Why do you think we are having the issues we're having? You guys, we're seeing all this evil and we are trying to do everything we can to prevent it, right? Apart from God, right? Like me and my son were talking about this this morning. You know, this God, he goes, mom, this God forsaken country. And it's like, you know what? It's not that God has forsaken us. It's just we've forsaken the knowledge of God. So what the heck do y'all expect to happen? Come on. What do you think is going to happen, yo? Right? God, God told us from the beginning, like, you're going to die. You cannot handle the knowledge of evil. You guys, is that not true in your life today? How does knowledge of evil impact you? The knowledge of your own evil, your own shortcomings, the knowledge of things you've done to people that you didn't even tend to do, that you found out was hurtful to them and hurt their love and hurt your love. And now you got to get out from underneath the emotion of that. Same thing today, you guys. Nothing new under the sun, yo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that there's nothing new under the sun because that gives me hope that God is still on the throne. He's got a plan for all of this craziness that we see going on, you guys. You know, that he's got some wisdom to give to us, to give to me, to give to you, to give you some perspective. Because I don't know about you guys. I, don't, I look at this stuff and it shakes something inside me. And I say, Lord, give me, I need to be more secure, firm, and steadfast than that. I need more grace in my life. I need to be firm, st- secure, and steadfast because that's what your grace produces. You guys, we got to learn how to be secure in an insecure world. Okay, God's grace is going to do that for us, but we got to learn how to integrate it in the context of our lives. Anyway, let me continue here. So we have the knowledge of God, which is good, but all have areas of life where we don't have good results, right? I know the knowledge you're living by, by what is being produced in you and through your life. Ooh, isn't that hard? Is that not what Jesus said? He goes, they will know you by your fruits. What is being produced in your life? Yo, do you wake up every day? Are you satisfied with your life? If not, who's responsible for that? Especially if you're an adult, you guys. We're not children anymore. Oh, do this and this for me. You guys, my parents are dead. Do you understand how screwed I'd be right now if I was waiting for someone else to fix my life? Or wanted to blame my parents for not giving to me what I needed? Thank you, God, that he is my, that He is our father. He can be your father if you submit to him and realize you need him and that he can reparent you, so to speak. Thank you, God, that we have a heavenly father that knows everything about us and sees everything, Right? And it's so sovereign, lets us reap what we sow. And it's so sovereign, he lets you live out your own will and what you want to do because he wants you to be truly free. God desires freedom in our lives. He wants us to be able to make decisions and make good decisions and have peace and the fruit of the spirit. You know, he wants us to live like he does in that way. That is a gift, you guys. Well, let's continue this. Now, mine wasn't always uh, easy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where, where, where am I going here, you guys? Okay, we all have the knowledge of God, which is good. But we all have areas of our lives where we didn't have good results. I know the knowledge you're living by, by what is being produced in you through your life. Okay? Now, mine wasn't always easy to detect because I became a chameleon. I can assess and adjust myself to it and try to avoid it. It's It was nearly a survival tactic when you live in, in uh, chronic stress. Right? When you're living in chronic stress... You feel a certain way and then you don't want to feel that way even more, right? Okay, if you're living in chronic stress, you're going to feel burden and shame and all of that. And then if you are, you know, if you're insecure and you try to get your cues from the outside of you, you're going to try to do what everyone else thinks you need to do to try to get a sense of peace, right? Because if you don't do what the outside world is telling you to do, they're going to bring those same emotions upon you that you feel maybe already living in a stressful situation, right? So you're looking for release. You're looking for, that's what I was doing. So, okay, people didn't always know the, okay, now people didn't always know the knowledge 
uh, of evil in my life because I thought you would use it against me in the court of you. I would try and act a certain way to get you to see me differently. I had played the devil's game. People can only judge us by what they see, hear, and read in our lives. They don't see the soil that shaped us. They only see the results of it. If you didn't learn to get yourself under the grace of God, you will always live surface, outside in, instead of inside out. Christ is inside of us and wants to take the shame we live in, mix it with his grace, truth, and love, and make us a new creation. When the people outside you form your inward conviction, you're not living by the spirit of God's conviction, but your own and those around you. Now, what is conviction, you guys? Let's talk about that really quick. Conviction means the state or condition of being convinced or fully awakened to awareness. So what are you aware of? That's your conviction, regardless, right? A lot of people talk about conviction, like I'm convicted to, you know, say what God says. Okay, that's cool, but are you really convinced of it? Are you convinced of the love of God in your life? Are you convinced of his grace? Are you convinced of who he is in relationship to you and his character, right? Are you convicted in the way of, I'm just gonna compulsively say God's word, but you know, and do what he says, but not have no kind of, it doesn't really, you don't really know him, right? He says, depart from me, I never knew you. Jesus, didn't we do this, didn't we do that? But he's like, depart from me, I never knew you. Are you integrating the words that you speak like that into your life in such a way that you can communicate freedom to the captives out there? Do you guys know that is, that is that is all you guys have to do? Did you know that is your purpose in this life? Is to just communicate freedom? Where did God get you out of your most deepest condemnation? Your deepest shame, right? And then where has he convinced you of his grace? It is really not that complicated, y'all. People don't know this because people aren't experiencing because they're not seeking after it. God says, seek me, you will find me. He is not hidden from us. What does that scripture say in Acts? Uh, he's placed us, you know, what is that one in Acts? I was looking for this last time, you guys. Uh, he's not far from any of us, right? He's placed us in certain times and places in history. He's got a plan for all of us. But are you awake to that? I'm asking, Lord, get me awake to what you have planned for me in my life in this in this period of history that I'm living in. You guys got to be the same way. Lord, where do I need grace in my life to communicate to other people, right? Where are we experiencing? Where do we need you, Lord? Like, where do I need you so I can give that to other people that I see that need that, Right? all those things that we're fighting for in this country. You know, that's great. We need to do that, but we have to be able to do that from an inward perspective because we've had it first. We've had God's grace, truth, and love poured inside of us. All right, so are you convicted of that? Are you convinced of that? Is that your conviction? All right, I was always uh, convinced of my my condemnation. I knew what my condemnation was. I knew the effects of it, and I had the fruit of it in my life. Fear, shame, blame, condemnation, burdened. I knew in my head that Christ had forgiven me because I read his word and I knew what it said, but I didn't understand the power of what he came to give me. Right? Come on, you guys, let's talk about that. You know, let's let's work on taking full responsibility for our lives and what's going on, especially, you know, in this country. If we see chaos and everything going on, Come on, you guys. Is that not really as a result of the individuals in this country? You know, me and my husband and, and, you know, our little church talk about this all the time. Well, maybe we just recently started this. Maybe just me and my husband. You know, we're bringing it out more and more. But it's funny how older generations, right? Like our parents' age. Like my mom would have been 60. I think his parents are like 58, 60. Close. I think they're just turning 59. I can't remember. 
Sorry, mom, if you're listening to this podcast. Um, anyway, they laugh at us, right? Oh, yeah, you know, you guys are just a bunch of millennials. You guys are lazy. You guys all, you know, you don't, you're all entitled. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm sorry. Let's have a conversation. Where did we learn this from? Like, let's be honest. What part are, are the people that raised us up going to take responsibility for what they did not do? As I said earlier in the podcast, is it not your ignorance and what you don't know that destroys you? Do you wake up every day and say, oh, I want to screw my kids' life up. I want to screw this up. I want to do this or that. No, you act upon the knowledge you have at the time. That is what you got at the time. So all I'm saying is, look, if we don't like what we see in our lives and we don't like what we see in this country and we don't like what we see in the world, when are we going to start taking responsibility for the results of that and asking God to give us wisdom? Obviously, we ain't got it. If we did, we would not be producing this crap that we don't like to see. Okay, we weren't producing these generations of people that were like, oh, yeah, you know, so and so giving people a hard time, you know, grandmas and grandpas dogging on their millennial grandchildren. Um, where were you, grandma and grandpa? Do you not have any place in this? You, you, oh, no responsibility. Okay, so everybody wants to go ahead and point the finger, but nobody wants to take responsibility for the results that are happening. That's convenient. Hmm, that's the fall operating in our lives, in our country, in the nation, in the world. Just proves God to be true more and more and more again. You guys, I'm fired up today. I really am. But I'm so grateful that I have a place to pour this out on you guys. This, this stuff needs to be said and needs to be heard from the rooftops. Oh my God. Lord, Lord, Lord. You guys, let's pray. I've only got like four and a half minutes left on this podcast, but I want to pray with you guys really quick. This was super heavy today, but you guys, this is reality. You know, it's such a time as this. I, I'm like, Lord, you are blowing the trumpet in this world. Things have got to change. People got to start taking responsibility for their lives, you know. So let's pray, you guys. Let's ask God to help us to do this. Take full responsibility for every area of our life so we can glorify him. Uh, Father God, thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you, God, for just giving us a heart to want to change. Lord, we need your grace more and more, more and more this day, God. I look and see what's going on in this world, in this country, in the in our neighborhoods, in our communities, God. And we're not happy with it, Lord. We don't like what we see. God, forgive us for forsaking you, Lord. We have forsaken you. We have forsaken the knowledge of you. We have forsaken your presence. We have forsaken your gift. We have forsaken the very reason that you've come to redeem us of our shame, our condemnation, God. Forgive us, Lord, for not utilizing the grace you've come to give us, Lord. Give us an understanding. Where do we need it first in our life, God? Pour that into our hearts. Where do we need grace, God? Where do we need your love? Where do you need to love us back into existence, God? Where are people, where are we stuck in hiding in shame and condemnation, Lord? Where are we got, where do we got the walls up, Lord? God, forgive us. Help us to see where we need it so we can give that to each other, Lord. We cannot give what we don't have. Lord, God, forgive us for how we've treated each other, for how we've thrown each other around, abused each other. All because we're trying to protect ourselves at the end of the day. Lord, people want to be heard. They want to know their worth. Lord, you are the only one who can give us our worth in everything because you have the grace and the truth of our lives, God. You know the things we've been through. You know what has shaped every single human heart that's listening to this podcast. God, you understand it. You saw it. You didn't create it. You know, you, you've, you've watched us walk around beating our heads against the wall saying, I have the answer. You guys, you guys want to know? You guys want to know what to do about this? I can help you. When are you going to start asking? Lord, forgive us for not asking you for what we need from you so desperately, Lord. 
Lord, let us not grow weary in doing good. Lord, let us not grow weary when we see the knowledge of evil like massively happening in our country right now, the division, the hurt, the shame, the pain, the blame, all of the results of the, the, the tree of eating, you know, eating from that tree in our life, Lord. Help us, God, to eat from the tree of life. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the bread of life, your blood and your bread, Lord. That's all we need. You forgive us, God, and you give us sustenance, Lord. You take the things of our lives and you feed our souls with those things, God, because of the grace you give us, God. Help us to accept it. Help us learn how to wash each other's feet again. Not physically, Lord. That's cool. People can do that. But how do we wash each other's souls in that way, God? How do we wash each other's lives, you know, with the truth of our lives, with the truth of the things you've done inside of us, God? So I pray that you will give us a new perspective of what it means to walk in your grace and walk in your truth. Lord, we are here for such a time as this. As me and my friends always say to each other, God, but let us really walk in that with our whole hearts, God. I thank you for this day. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for every single person that listens to it. God, give us the courage to live this way. It's going to take a lot of courage, God. But I pray you'll pour that courage and grace and truth into our hearts, God. We need your spirit, Lord. We need your help, Father. Um, I pray that you would bless every person in this country with the knowledge of you. I pray everyone would get on their face before you and say, God, help us. Forgive us, God. You know, be with our president. Be with everyone running this nation. Be with our local governments, God. Be with the individuals that are making the decisions, that are allowing things to happen. Lord, give this country a spirit of empowerment and taking full responsibility for things that they see that they hate. Lord, we don't want we don't want evil, but good can only come from you. So forgive us for thinking we can create something good apart from you, God. Lord, give us the heart that we need to to or, to glorify you, to honor you, to love our brothers, our, you know, love our neighbors as ourselves, God, to do everything you called us to do because we recognize who you are and our relationship to us and we can freely give that to other people, God, because we know how you are with us, Lord. So I love you, Lord. I thank you for this day. And uh, I just pray you bless every single person, God, with a greater depth and knowledge to know who, who you are in the context of their lives, Lord. We love you and we thank you. We just pray all these things in Jesus' name. You guys, I love you. Hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Um, I hope this podcast encourages you in some type of way. Continue to subscribe, share it with your friends. You guys get it out to the rest of the world. The world needs to hear what I got, what we got to say about this. It's not just me, you guys. Someone's got to shout out from the rooftops. So I love you guys and I will see you tomorrow.